Well, friends, it's hard to believe that this is the fourth Sunday of Advent. It's so hard to believe. It's almost over. (laughs) Advent is almost over. And uh, I wonder, have we adequately prepared? Now, I'm not saying to you, or not asking you the question, are you ready for Christmas? It's a whole different question. I'm not asking you if you finished your shopping list or if you've bought everything for the grand feast or uh, you have all the decorations up. We have about half up, but you know what? Our house is looking festive and I'm good with that at this point, right? It's kind of late now to put anything else up, <clears throat> but it's lovely and I'm happy with it. That's really not what I'm wondering this morning, though. I wonder if we have adequately prepared for the coming of Jesus, for that moment where we celebrate that little baby at the end of this week. Have we adequately prepared to connect with our faith once again? That is one of the wonderful advantages of Christmas time and Christmas Eve. It gives us this beautiful opportunity to reconnect with our faith, to remember why we claim the name Christian in the first place. How do we prepare as all of the songs say and the scriptures tell us? And and we started off the first Sunday of Advent talking about prepare ye the way of the Lord. How do we prepare? Well, I'll give you some suggestions. How about that? Even for this week, you can reread scriptures. You know, it's amazing. Even after studying for so many years and and getting degrees, I still will read a scripture and then I'll go, wow, that hit me differently this time around than it did before. I'm always learning something new because the Holy Spirit moves in our lives in amazing ways. And there are just times we see things differently. So so reread the scriptures. If you're wondering what scriptures you should read, well, the Gospel of Luke, the very first few chapters are the ones for this week. The story of the birth of Jesus, of course. Or what about your favorite books? Some of your favorite books that that move you towards faith again. Or listening to beautiful music, like this morning. You know that we um, have this on recording, right? We, We live stream it, which we are so grateful for our online friends. But you can watch this over again and listen to this glorious music. Go for a beautiful walk and explore nature Be thankful for God's creation. Make a list of things you can do to be reflective. And what about this one? Take a nap. (laughs) So you can stay awake. (laughs) Yeah? One of my favorite ways to reconnect with my faith during this time frame is to reread a book. It's actually kind of a journal slash book poems but it's uh, written by the author Madeline Lengel. Are any of you familiar with Madeline Lengel? 
Some of you are now because she wrote the book A Wrinkle in Time. And it became a, a very popular movie. And so that kind of gained a little bit of traction for Madeleine Langle. But, but the, the book that I'm, I'm always really appreciative of, as a matter of fact, there's a copy of it sitting by my favorite chair in our living room, the chair that faces the Christmas tree. So I could sit down with a cup of coffee and reread portions of that book. It's the book entitled The Irrational Season. The Irrational Season. And so she writes a bit about Jesus' coming. She says this, That was no time for a child to be born. With the earth betrayed by war and hate, in a land in the crushing grip of Rome, honor and truth were trampled by scorn, yet here did the Savior make his home. When is the time for love to be born. The inn is full on planet earth. And by a comet the sky is torn. Yet love, the candle that was lit today, yet love takes the risk of birth. And then the part of the poem that is so beautiful to me, personal to me, so, so personal. As a matter of fact, this portion of the poem was on the Pyatt family Christmas card 17 years ago. Does anybody know what happened in my life 17 years ago? <laughs> that lovely child was born. <laughs> Absolutely. He was a lot smaller then. <laughs> And this is what we put on our Christmas card from that book. This is the irrational season when love blooms free and wild. If Mary would have been filled with reason, there would have been no room for a child. Caleb was born seven weeks early. You'd never guess it now, but it's true. It was terrifying. I spent a few minutes explaining to an incredulous nurse why this wasn't going to work out for me. <laughs> because I hadn't finished my birthing classes yet. Indeed, I did. <laughs> and she explained to me <laughs> that people have been having babies for a very long time. And that babies come into the world whether or not birthing classes were finished. <laughs> Indeed. I wasn't prepared. But God was. God was. I was so filled with reason, and it really didn't make sense. We have all experienced almost two irrational years. Years that had we known what was coming, we would have shaken our heads and said, that cannot be right. Someone has it wrong. That's not going to happen here. But it did happen, and it continues to happen. 
Yet God is still coming to the earth. God is still on the way in the form of that baby because we haven't been left alone. And we will still celebrate the birth of Jesus on Christmas Eve. Let's prepare our hearts to receive him once again. Indeed, this is the irrational season. And love is blooming bright and wild. If we are filled with reason, there may be no room for a child. So how about we open up our hearts and let God's love and justice and peace and joy and hope fill our lives to overflowing so that we can then share that love and joy and peace and justice and hope with the entire world. Let's make room for the child. Thanks be to God. Amen.